being bold is identifying who you want to become. Welcome to the Bold Moves How Did You Know podcast, a podcast for the naturally curious who want to define their own path. Here, I'm sharing bold move stories that propelled my guests from curiosity to action. And in doing so, they've defined a path that is purposeful to them. Through these stories, I hope you'll be inspired to pursue your boldest dream. Today's podcast is a little bit different because I thought after 10 episodes of recording different guests that you may be curious to hear what my bold move story is all about and a little bit more about why I'm doing this podcast in the first place. So the thought of me sitting at a microphone myself gave me nerves. So I invited my very good friend from high school. Her name is also Kristen, so obviously she's awesome, here to help me record this podcast where she's going to interview me. I want to introduce you all to Kristen English. Hi, Kristen. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy to join you today. This is fun because this is my first podcast episode where I have somebody that I'm recording in person with. Usually they're done remotely over the internet, so this is fun. We've got our fancy chairs and our footstools, and we're ready to go. Do you feel good about this? I feel great. Okay, before we get started, tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. So as you said, we've known each other since I think we were 15, a long time ago. But today, I am a project manager for a telemedicine company, and I'm really excited about this conversation because you and I have some great conversations Mm -hmm. about your podcast, but also around your podcast and all the steps leading you to this place. So I'm really excited to talk about that more and share that with your listeners. Yeah. And well before I launched the podcast, like three months ago, right, we've been on a life journey together, right? Helping each other navigate different circumstances and situations. That's why I'm really excited that you're here in the interview seat because you've known me longer than most people have known me. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Where do you want to start, Kristen? What's the best first question to ask? I think we have to start at why did you start this podcast in the first place? Yeah, that is a great question. The reason I started the podcast was because I've always been very inspired by people, seemingly normal people doing extraordinary things, at least in my mind, right? And they're taking these like very bold steps forward. And I'm just watching from afar. And sometimes they're close people that I know, sometimes they're not, they're just on TV, like Oprah, for example. And I'm just like, how the heck do they do these amazing things? I wrap the notion of of bold around that because I think these people have qualities that make them be able to take these steps forward in in very bold ways. And then the how did you know part is all about um, that it's not always clear, at least it hasn't been in my life, how to go from point A to point B and beyond. And it's like, how do you get, like, I have this idea for what I want to do, but I have no idea where to start. I might even be at negative starting point. I just know that there's something else more that's meant for me. And so I would find myself asking the question a lot, how do you know that you wanted to start a business or be part of a nonprofit. It was just so very blurry to me that how did you know? So that's kind of how that part of the 
podcast came to me. That's my personal story around how this podcast came to me. But I also want to help inspire other people too. I did a lot of work last year around what are my purposes. And I'm a person who's very much built on connection and relationships and empowering people. As I'm moving through my journey of bold moves, I want to bring people along with me and introduce them to some cool people with cool stories who maybe don't have any more letters behind their name than me or you, but they're doing some exceptional things. And I want to get really, really deep with them about how do they know that they wanted to do this thing and what were some of the bold action steps they took to achieve it so that it can inspire people to think differently in their own life and be able to make these moves themselves. Even if it feels like that first step is so hard, I think that by, and this has happened for me, that by hearing other people's stories and being able to know that different is possible, I've been able to move forward. And so I have a strong belief that I think through storytelling, people can start to build their courage and confidence muscle a little bit and be like, hey, that person's really no different than me. Why can they do it and I can't? So you're kind of on this journey to normalize yeah. old moves. Yeah, exactly. And I, I also know that it's not obvious to people listening to the last few episodes, but you've been thinking about this podcast for years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this has been something that's yeah. bubbled up to the surface a few yeah, times. That's true. And it's really exciting to see you following through now. I think it's hard for people to appreciate everything that comes before the part that they can see. And I just wanted to highlight that. Yeah, that's a really good point because we've probably been having conversations about me doing a podcast for years before it actually came into the world. And there's so much of a journey that is so behind the scenes for people that that phrase overnight success really is not, never relevant for anybody. So good point. We're, we didn't just, I didn't start with this idea in January and launch a podcast in, in March. Right. And speaking of that, can we get a few more details about what your story looks like? What is your bold move story and how did you know? It starts from that place that I described earlier, which is I felt like I was always meant for more. I, I felt like I was meant to do some amazing things career-wise, but in my personal life too. And my vision for that was blurry, I just had this feeling, but I didn't quite know what it was. But I had this desire for storytelling. So getting into where does my journey start? When I went to college, I knew that I wanted to be in communications because when I was a little girl, I remember watching Katie Couric on the Today Show interviewing these guests. And I was very in awe about like, oh, that's the coolest job in the world. You get to interview guests for a living and, and make people understand things about topics that they may have not thought about before or shed light on something that may be able to help them or change their life. I thought that was so cool. And so I did pursue that in college and I went into the corporate world with this real strong work ethic and desire to prove myself and work my way up, hoping that I would have this epiphany about what I was supposed to be doing. And I moved to New York City 
back in 2011. And it was there that I started to formulate more what I was meant to do because I was close to people who were doing those things. I got this entrepreneurial itch from Nick Powells, who was on the podcast a couple episodes ago because he was running his own agency. I was really attracted to having my own vision and being able to do some things on my own and be guided by my own path. At the same time, I was so young and had no idea. But then when I got to New York, I saw all these other people doing the same thing. And and that's where I was like, okay, I think I want to be an entrepreneur. It was really in kind of rubbing elbows with a lot of people in the startup community and exposing myself to that. I was very intentional about going to startup meetings and networking events to meet these people. And I even launched a blog called When Opportunity Knocked so that I could have an inroads into these companies and interview their founders because I thought, well, maybe I can just learn their secrets while I'm like moonlighting as a journalist, right? And so I was able to meet some founders that way. And then I started building the courage. The more that I saw all of these people doing what I thought I wanted to do, I just got more courage. And so eventually when I left New York City and moved back to Atlanta, I ended up going out on my own and starting Love Notary, which is my love storytelling business that helps engaged couples document their love stories and wedding vow coaching as well. I completely created a new category in the wedding industry and it was very disruptive at the time. That was a bold move because man, I really didn't know a thing. I mean, I interviewed these people, but I didn't know a thing about starting or running a business, but I was just really, really guided by this is my next step. You know, it just felt like the right next step. And that was a big learning curve for me. I am successful in that business because I get to work with so many different clients from around the world to help them document their love stories. But I also felt some failure in that business too, because while I was able to start the business, I wasn't able to scale the business. I still didn't have the tools in my tool belt. Um, So that's when... Success at the time to me was financial success. And I think most people can relate to that. And I was just really demoralized at a point, you know, thinking, how do I, how do I, how do I make money (laughs) doing this business in the way that I thought I wanted to, because I had tied my success to finances. And so I went back into corporate America, but I elevated my career again, and I became the director and then a senior director of, of content marketing. Then the economic downturn of 2022 affected me in, in the fashion of a layoff. And at that point, I was forced to choose what my next step was going to be. And I think that was a really pivotal moment for me because I could have submitted a lot of resumes and tried to get that next corporate job. But I still had this feeling in me that I wanted to do life according to my own terms. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to start a content consulting business. And that's what I've been doing now for the last three months. There's so many different benefits to that business now that I'm loving, but that 
require my mindset to be so optimistic and so positive in a way that I had never known before. And now that's my journey, which is trying to be bold in my actions, but also bold in my mindset. And so as I'm interviewing guests as well, that's part of the conversation because I'm learning myself about all of the different tools, techniques. What do I need in my toolbox to be courageous, to keep taking action, to play big? It's been amazing to see as your friend. I know last year, mindset was a huge thing for you Mm -hmm. when you were in that most recent corporate role. Mm-hmm. And I also remember talking to you when you were able to shrug off that funk that you were in. Yeah. And since then, it's just been a total 180. Like a total different person, yeah. right? Yeah. And your energy is just so much higher and more positive. So mm-hmm. I know you talked about that with Ange mm-hmm. on a previous episode as well, but mm-hmm. I've noticed it mm-hmm. myself and it's contagious. One of the things I think that most people can tune into to know whether they're in the right spot is their energy. And yes, Ange did a great job talking about that topic and bringing some awareness to piece of the puzzle. But it's like, if you feel like you're walking through mud every single day, then you really should try to think about your next move, your next bold move, because it's not serving you in that place. Right. So speaking of that, it sounds like you have some experience, and I know you have just from our conversations, but with limiting beliefs. So can you share some of those? Because I'm sure other people can relate to feeling like they're holding themselves back or their environment or whatever it is holding them back. Yeah. And that's such a great question too, because even though, I mean, I think we've probably all heard the fact that even though these like very successful people seem to be on top of the world, everybody has limiting beliefs that are holding them back. Um, so for me, what I struggle with a lot would be a couple things. So imposter syndrome, especially when you're putting that foot forward and you don't have experience in it you feel so much imposter syndrome. I mean, even in this podcasting community that I'm trying to build here because I'm so inspired by topic and just giving people hope that there is something better in their future if they just put one foot in front of the other to move towards it. But for me with the podcasting, I mean, this is a whole new avenue for me. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, well, who's going to listen to me? How am I going to build this community that I want to build that is really on my heart to do, but I only have control over the interviews (laughs) and the guests that I pick and the interviews that I conduct. And I want to continue to make sure that those are the best interviews possible so people will keep tuning in. But of course, you know, I want this community feel around the podcast and that's super intimidating for me. But I'm trying for maybe one of the first times in my life to be vulnerable in a more public way. So I think you know a little bit about that. I've always been very shy about being super public about things. Um, So that's one. The second one is thinking big enough and seeing the vision clear enough. I, I think most people have a hard time seeing their vision clear enough. And if you don't see your vision clearly enough, how can you think big enough? And this is where like, 
playing small and playing big comes into the equation. And so I'm, I'm desperately always trying to think about how do I, am I thinking big enough? Like now that all of these great things have happened because I've opened my mind over the last couple of months to new opportunities and what life can be for me and who I want to become, but what's still holding me back? Cause I know there's still things holding me back. So that's another one. And then lastly, financial uncertainty. Anytime you do something that is risky, at, at least from a career perspective, there's always going to be that financial component to it that feels very scary. If I take this risk, is it going to work out? What if it doesn't work out? Am I going <laughs> to be rock bottom situation that I didn't anticipate? So, you know, those are limiting beliefs that hold me back that I am constantly trying to work on to overcome them and let the better things in. It seems like even though you might be struggling with those things, you're actually not letting them hold you back because you're here and you're doing this, right? But you've had yeah. to work through those things. Yeah. The, over the last year now, maybe a little more than a year now, but I got really intentional about moving myself forward from that place of stuck. <laughs> and like you said, very demoralized and de dejected feeling, especially on the career front to where I am now. The work that you have to put in is intense. And so being bold is not for the faint of heart. There's no magic bullet. You have to get up every day with that clarity that this is what I want and this is what I'm doing to get it. And finally, I kicked myself in the butt after being able for the 15 years of my career to kind of go at it alone. But, you know, having some input along the way, obviously, but finally, last year, I was like, I got to choose differently. That's not working. And so that's when I hired the career coach. As you heard on the podcast, Ange, she was a career coach of mine. I've actually had three over a year and a half. That's how dedicated I am to the whole notion of having other people support me in this way. And at the same time as talking about career-related matters, We've also talked a lot about my values. How do I define success? How do I define freedom? Because when you get to know yourself better, you can more clearly understand how to define your own path. When you don't have that clarity, then my experience is that other expectations externally will push you in a path. And so what I'm trying to also do is bring that awareness that rewriting the script for your life is about tuning inward because externally there's expectations from a society perspective and from a parental perspective in a lot of different cases about how people should live, live their lives. But that generally isn't going to be super satisfying to the individual who wants to do something different. I love that. And I I really appreciate how much you've invested in yourself over this last year plus, both financially with hiring coaches, mm -hmm. accountability wise, and also time. Mm -hmm. I mean, energy and time, I know, are <laughs> it's hard when you're working full time to, yeah. you know, add that to the beginning or end of your day. But I saw you and you were doing it and it I can tell that that investment has been worth it for you. As Ange also said, contrast gives you clarity. Yeah. And and I don't think that I would have been able to make the changes if I didn't have that experience that didn't feel 
great in terms of what I wanted to be doing. Yeah, those negative feelings really move you in a direction, whether it's continuing or changing. Yeah, but it's still really hard to focus on like the like turning the negative into a positive. You know how people always say that? Yes. But like the reality of that is so tough. (laughs) Hundred percent. Um Yeah, that takes some time. So if anyone out there is listening and you're in the state of negativity, a situation has caused you to feel demoralized or dejected or disempowered, know that it's okay to struggle, but also that you you need that duality of it's okay to feel this way because this just sucks right now. but also to try to do things that are going to help you get out of it at the same time. Yes. So we've mentioned Ange a few times and Nick. (laughs) I want to know, what have you learned from each of your guests so far? All right. Yeah, and I picked the 10th episode to have the solo episode because, I don't know, just it gives some good hindsight to also share some of the things that I've been taking away as I'm on this journey with everybody else as well. Tammy was my first guest. She's the CEO and co-founder of She's the First. And I invited her to be my first guest on the podcast very intentionally because she was one of those people that I met in New York City while I was figuring myself out. (laughs) And she had already stepped into her light, so to speak, with She's the First. Or she was kind of transitioning between the magazine world and She's the First and then eventually did launch She's the First while I was there or right as I was getting there. And I was so inspired by her and all of the inspired and also so curious about all the things that how does she do this? And so I wanted to have her on for that reason. And I from that episode and just knowing her a little bit, you know, knowing her over the years, the thing that stands out to me about her is that she has this very strong sense of purpose and vision that just guide every single decision. And I always think about that, like, what's your vision? Because without that, it's, you're, you're not on a straight path. And that's okay, too. But if you have that vision, you can confront obstacles and you can keep pushing forward because you know what it is that you're trying to do and achieve. And then she said something during that podcast about investing in the future you. And I think about that all the time because as I'm going through my own journey, I don't know all the answers all the time, but I don't need to know all the answers all the time. I will know the answer when I get to that point in time. And so I think about that a lot when I'm making decisions about, I don't want to say no to this opportunity because I don't know. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to hope that when I get there, I'm going to know that when I get there, I'll know exactly what to do at that moment because I will have learned enough and had enough experience to overcome that situation. So that was Tammy. Catherine Branch was the next guest um, and she's the CEO and also founder of the agency called Greengate Marketing. The biggest takeaway from me, she's a pretty incredible woman, but the biggest takeaway from that episode was she said, put fear in the passenger seat. And if we're talking about being bold, fear is going to come up a lot. 
And so just the way that she framed that, and I think she may have quoted Brene Brown when she said that, but it's like, fear is always going to be present. It's never going anywhere, but you need to decide to not let it overtake you. And so that's what I got from her episode. Um, my next guest after that was M. Revisio. I'm trying to say her name better now. M. Apologies if I didn't get it quite right, but I'm trying. She is the very smart marketing leader who lives in Australia and faced some significant obstacles and challenges when she moved from her home country in Africa to Australia. And more than anything about her story, it's about resilience and the ability to bounce back even in the worst of circumstances and how important that is to keep moving forward. So from her, that's what I learned the most. And and she also talked so much about self, self-worth and always knowing that you bring exceptional value to every situation and you need to ask for what you're worth because nobody else will advocate for you. We already really talked about Ange, um, but the one thing that we didn't say about Ange that I think is really important, and I have seen this now, this has been my biggest probably epiphany over the three months of the podcast, which is the importance of the who. So the how did you know part of my podcast is really about the how, right? It's like, what steps are required to do this thing you want to do? But I've, I learned from Ange and I've continued to see it play out. It is not about how did you know? It's about who did you know? Maybe if I could go back and rename the podcast, it would say Bold Moves, Who Did You Know? (laughs) Because I think if you talk to any successful leader, they're going to tell you that the how is so insignificant. It's more about who can you talk to? Who can you meet that will help you get from where you are to who you want to be? It's the people who are already doing what you want to do. That's going to be your best resource for getting to that next bold move. So I think about that all the time. And it's very true. So Annetta was the next guest. And she is a mindset coach and a transformational coach. And she talked a lot about uh, being bold is about tuning into your inner knowing. And that's exactly what I was talking about before, right? Is that forget everything that's going on, all the external noise in the world. How can you take minutes out of your day just to check in with yourself? And if you don't know how to do that, I think it's a best practice to start learning how to do that. And I didn't know how to do that. And I don't think most people know how to do that because everybody who's anybody is willing to give you advice. (laughs) So you need to really start listening and tuning into your inner knowing because the earlier question to what do I want to do is learning what it is you want. If you don't know what you want, the vision for what you want to do is not going to be clear. Elizabeth, she came on and she's a single mom of four who went through a really brave story around fertility and having two sets of twins by herself. And if she's not an example of positive thinking and what changing your thoughts to change your life is all about, then I don't know what is. But she's reminded me all along the way that it's important to have that positive mindset all the time, always be thinking about the outcome you want 
but also trying to be unattached to it, which is kind of a funky, blurry line to think about. But I've just learned a lot about the importance of positive thinking from her. And then my brother, Michael and Shannon, they taught me so much about resourcefulness, adventure, and a can-do attitude. Everything they do, I watch and I'm like, how the heck are you doing it? I don't get how you just went and moved across the world, rented a you know, brick and mortar location, built out this entire coffee shop by yourself and opened it for the public. I, I just, it's mind boggling to me. And so the, just the resourcefulness, I think from their episode. All right. We're almost at the end friends, but stick with me. Nick Powell's was my next guest. And Nick has taught me a lot about entrepreneurship in general, but he's also the person who's taught me that rejection isn't the end of the road. I don't know how many people have told, been told no, or you can't do it, or that's a ridiculous idea, or any version of that, but he's the guy who's like overcome all the odds to do things be, in spite of people's and their opinions and their rejection. So he definitely has taught me a lot that that no is not seeping into to my body unless I choose to accept it. And Louie... My last guest, Louis Heron, who is the founder of the hiking company from the Grand Canyon. Man, that is just so cool because it got me exposed to a whole different way of life. And he taught me that sometimes it's the place that can feel super grounding and that there can be a connection to a place and the people in that place that can be as purposeful as anything else in this world. And so I love that about his story. Wow. That took a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Maybe I should have summed it up in like little takeaways, but nonetheless, we did it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the point that there's just been so much ground that you've covered in just nine episodes. This makes your tent. So I just can't wait to see. (laughs) What's next? Yeah, what's coming next? Okay, well, let me uh, cue it a little bit because I do have some cool guests coming up. So um, I have the chief technology of education from Microsoft coming on. I have a senior advisor who is the former chief operating officer of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation coming on. And then I have somebody who also very much has inspired me from her work through just getting to know her basically as an anonymous viewer of her emails and her LinkedIn content and all of that. And I did meet her as a volunteer with She's the First when I lived in New York. But since I've moved, we really haven't connected again. But she's coming on because she is just signed a book deal. So she's going to talk all about what it's like to become an author um, when you don't have uh, influencer status, um, which is cool and, and a little bit contradictory to how it works today, because usually people with major followings and um, some pretty big notoriety are the ones that get book deals. I'm excited about what's coming. And you know what my question was after you told me this before, which was, how are you getting these people? I'm so impressed. Yeah. And obviously your PR pass definitely helps, <laughs> but true. I'm really excited to hear, you know, what you learn from them and what they're willing to share. I guess this is a good place to talk about the journey that I, we mentioned the journey that I was on for a year where I was really trying to figure a lot out about myself. 
And during that process, I also defined my purposes in life. <laughs> and it's funny because actually during the interview with Anetta, she talked about purpose with a lowercase p, not always a capital P, which when I was thinking about purpose, I'm like, well, gosh, I mean, doesn't that mean that I need to start some sort of multi location company, but no purpose can, is just really connected to what makes you feel fulfilled and what the legacy is that you want to leave. And when I realized that it didn't have to be this magnificent event or a magnificent company or whatever, then I was like, Oh, what I really love to do is um, connect authentically with people um, build deep connections with people, empower and inspire people, and share stories. And so those three things have helped now guide me in the work that I'm doing. With the podcast, of course, I'm sharing stories, but I'm also the mission of it is also to inspire people to really think about what bold means to them, to them in their lives. You know, whatever it is, it does not even have to be something big. It can be something small, but feels a little outside of your comfort zone. That's bold, you know. Just taking action on that is a, is bold. Okay, this is the question that you ask all your guests at the end. And I want to ask you, what do you know today about being bold that you wish you would have known earlier on? Okay, so I had to write my response to this because I wanted to be super intentional about how I was responding. I wish that I would have been more intentional about dreaming about my version of success. What's my ideal lifestyle? What's my idea of financial freedom? What work makes me feel the happiest? How can I design the career path of my making? And then to put context behind that, I think we all fall into the trap of listening to other people for their advice and guidance and don't think enough about what it is that we truly want at our gut. And it makes sense when we're growing up. I mean, our brains aren't even developed, I think, till 25 or something. And so we're seeking out opinions and advice from people, but it's often projected onto us as what they would want to do. It's very rare where you find people who have an objective lens who can help you think about it in the way that's best suited for you. And so, of course, life is learning. And so we're all learning. But that's my answer, right? It's like, I wish I would have tuned in to myself a little bit earlier on. I'm going to turn the tables for a minute because now I'm going to get on the interview side of this microphone. But recently you came to me and you asked me to do an accountability group with you or whatever you want to call it, an accountability kind of... You're my buddy. Yeah, buddy. buddy. Accountability buddy. And it was based on, as I understand it, it was based on your hearing the episode with Elizabeth. So can you talk a little bit about what happened for you when you were listening to that podcast? Yes, I could definitely relate to some of what she's going through because Mm -hmm. I am... I'm single. And as you said earlier, or maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. in your podcast, that adversity and that contrast really helps clarify what it is that you want in your Mm -hmm. life. And the older we get, I think the more poignant those questions become. Mm -hmm. So I've been pursuing, you know, the path of parenthood on my own. And just hearing how somebody else did it and how positive she is has been through her journey 
how intentional and how she spends time every day Mm -hmm. focusing on visualizing and meditating Mm. about like what it is that she wants to create in this world. And also it sounds like that helps her turn inwards and, and clarify what is it that I want? What Mm -hmm. is it that I see for myself? Mm -hmm. That really inspired me. And to be honest, I'm probably going to listen to the episode again Mm -hmm. a few times, but yes, as soon as I finished that episode, I called you Mm -hmm. and I was like, I need you to, (laughs) <laughs> I need us to do this together because I know I know that we can relate to each mm-hmm. other on our journeys, even though we're not journeying towards the same, same goal. Goals. Yeah. We still are people who have those goals and are curious and do want to be more intentional about the lives that we're mm-hmm. building. And that's that's all that we really need is just somebody to be there next to us and hold us accountable. Yep, that's a great takeaway for. Yeah you know, listeners who are really serious about this concept of, of moving their lives forward in, you know, even, you know, continuing on the path you are or exploring new opportunities, who can you talk to? Who can you have in your corner um, to help you explore? Because sometimes we do need that push and that those different perspectives from other people too, to make us consider some things that we may not have thought of. Definitely. Okay, back to you. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your next bold move? Do you know what it is yet? Yeah. Well, and and this is this is actually this is great. We were just talking about the accountability buddy because it keeps me (laughs) thinking about my bold moves as we are going to, you know, uh, do these daily check ins. By the way, guys, we're like, aiming to check in Monday through Friday, 830 to 9am. So We'll have to do an episode like down the road a little bit to to let you all know what we've accomplished and what thoughts we've had along the way. But some of my... Our first one was today. Oh, yeah. And we're making ourselves more accountable by telling you this. (laughs) So we have to keep doing it. Good point. Good point. Two things that I, I can think of right now, which is continuing to grow my content consulting business. It's been so freeing to me to have this business and to be able to leverage my knowledge around all the things I've learned about marketing and how to build audiences for businesses through helpful content. So that was the kind of a long-winded way to say, I want to continue growing my content consulting business. It's been very rewarding for me. And then secondly, as I noted in my limiting beliefs, <laughs> I want to build this bold moves community. I really want to support each other in our bold moves. And I want to help people get intentional about what they want and defining that for themselves. So I'm doing that now, of course, week after week after week through my podcast guests um, and bringing these stories to help open eyes and new ideas and share new insights and different ways of thinking about things through the podcast. But I'm also, as of now, (laughs) (laughs) launching a Bold Moves podcast club. And you might wonder, what is a podcast club? Well, you've heard of a book club, right? Well, the podcast club is like a book club, but it's for my podcast. And so I'm inviting you to come to my website and sign up for the podcast club. And my intent here is that every month I'm going to send an email to those who sign up 
with some reflections from the, the month's guests, right? And describe some of the takeaways that I had, similar to what I'm doing on the podcast, but I'm not doing that every month, right? So what some of the things are that I took away from the guests and just ask some questions back to whoever signs up so that they can start thinking about how that might apply to them and their situation. And um, does it help them clarify anything around their vision, their mission, their success, their what they want out of their life? So that is the vision for the podcast club. <laughs> you join the Bold Moves podcast over at my website. It's kristenrocco.com slash bold dash moves dash resources. I'm going to link it in the show notes as well. So you will be able to click that open and get taken directly there. But I hope you will sign up if you're as invested in this topic as I am. And I certainly am excited to be along on the journey with everybody who's listening. So go there and sign up. And then I'm going to leave everybody with this takeaway from this episode. The question is, who is on your Bold Moves advisory board? Who is it that is already doing what you want to be doing? And how can you watch them, listen to them, be educated by them? This can mean that you can have a one-on-one personal connection, but often it's not that. Often it's finding the right podcast to listen to. It's reading the right magazines. There's other avenues than just specifically knowing somebody who's doing it. But then be bold and start reaching out to some of these people too and asking for their advice in these various things that you want to do. Because at the end of the day, being bold is identifying who you want to become. And to get more clarity around that, you have to surround yourself with the people that are doing what you want to be doing. Love it. Okay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. We'll do another check-in and uh, let everybody know how accountability (laughs) buddying is going. Hey, I really appreciate everybody tuning in to this very personal and vulnerable episode of the Bold Moves How Did You Know podcast. I would love it if you could hit follow on the show and share it with your friends and write a review, all the things. It helps people get to know this podcast. So I'm hoping if you're inspired by it, you'll let somebody else know who might be as well. Appreciate you tuning in and I will see you in the next one. Bye everyone. Bye.